And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, we talk with the Provincial Minister of Agriculture about Farm Safety Week, canola exports, and carbon tax on farm cardlock fuel purchases. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352 1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies, wind southwest 20, gusting to 40, the high plus 1, the low minus 6. Tomorrow mainly cloudy, wind north 30, the high 0, wind chill minus 10 tomorrow morning, the low minus 7. Thursday sunny with a high minus 1, the low minus 10. Friday sunny, the high minus 1, the low minus 9. Saturday sunny, the high plus 2, the low minus 7. Sunday, sunny, the high plus 3, the low minus 5. Monday, sunny, the high near plus 3. The normal high is minus 1 for this date, the normal low minus 12. The sun rose at 7.20 this morning. It sets at 6.57 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is 800 kilometers north of Regina at south end, Saskatchewan, plus 5. The cold spot is up in the north as well, Stony Rapids at minus 4. In Estevan, it's plus one right now. Saskatoon, minus one. Swift Current, plus two. Weyburn, plus two. Yorkton is plus one. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's zero. That's 32 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southwest at 21. Humidity is 75%. The barometer dropping 100.1. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, plus three. Winds are from the west at 18. Once again, Regina, cloudy and zero. That's 32 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. And Technotill Seeding System, packing where it counts. See the difference at Technotill on Facebook or on technotill.com. This is Farm Safety Week across Saskatchewan. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says Agricultural Safety Week is an important reminder to farmers to take care while working with farm machinery and unpredictable livestock. It's in conjunction with uh, the federal government, too. The reason why we do it is really to raise, raise an awareness about farm safety issues in Saskatchewan, Jim, and it's important for us to do that. This Obviously, there's still too many uh, farm injuries, and one fatality is way too many, Jim, and, and we just want to raise this awareness for families, you know, farmers and families to be safe out there. It's important for us. I, I mean, I farm myself, and I don't think there's anybody out there, Jim, that doesn't have know of somebody that was seriously injured or fatally injured in a farm-related accident. So we just want to keep reminding people to be safe out there. Every, and I've said it before, Jim, everybody's expecting their family members to be home that night. So uh, it's important that we really uh, emphasize this Ag Safety Week and for farm safety. And in light of a lot of things, you know, at the timing of the year, sometimes it gets stressful and people just try and get a little overexcited to get things done. And just don't think, you know, of what could be an outcome. And this is just a reminder for everybody to just stop and take a breath and just be safe out there. I've heard farming called one of the most dangerous, if not the most dangerous job there is. Uh, and, 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 you know, and it is. And, I, you know, I think we can all relate to ourselves on something that we've done that said, you know what, that was really a stupid thing to do. Why didn't I think about this? And we're, we're lucky of an outcome that could have been worse. And uh, I know we've all done it, Jim, and I think that's why we want to 
really stress the egg safety, and it is. It's one of the most dangerous when you look at combine accident, tractor accidents. You've got moving parts. You know, PTOs is always one. Grain augers are always one. Uh, you know, there's a lot of accidents that happen right on the farm site, overhead power lines, things like that. It's just for everybody just to be very aware of their surroundings and things that could really jeopardize their health. Do you have any numbers on fatalities last year? Well, uh, you know, we don't. We just know the average. It's on average, it's about 13 people are killed in farm accidents every year. And it's all, most of them are related to equipment, you know, either grain trucks, semis, tractors, combines, you know, balers, things like that. So we've got to recognize that it's a very dangerous occupation. And we really have to uh, stress to everybody on how important it is to be safe. On another topic, the Chinese have put prohibition on importing canola from Richardson International. What are your thoughts there? Where's that headed? Well, we're we're very concerned with it. We're really trying to communicate with the federal ministry. I reached out to the federal minister last week. We had a phone conversation. Uh, I happened to be the first provincial ag minister that she had talked to. She assured me this was a priority for her, and that's the last communication that I've had with the federal minister. I have to respect her and her position on that, and I hope that we uh, hear real soon that this issue can be resolved. On another topic, the APAS group has talked about concerns that farm fuel, although exempt at the farm, it won't be at cardlocks, and that farmers will be paying carbon tax on this unless they buy more storage tanks and see trucks heading down the highway just to give them more fuel on the farm, which seems counterproductive. Your thoughts on this whole card lock issue? Well, I, I hope we can rectify this real quick. And I, my understanding, the federal minister is look, uh, finance is looking at this. Uh, I know uh, the counterparts, are, my counterparts, colleagues here in Saskatchewan, were looking at this. That that hopefully they'll find a way to exempt the card lock fuel that farmers purchase. We all know people that do that. They don't want farm storage tanks on their farm. They pick their fuel up directly at card lock, either in the morning or the night they come in, whatever the case may be. And so we just have to make sure that this process isn't tampered in any way and that farmers can continue to use the card locks as they have been doing for some of them for decades. So uh, I, I hope we can come to a quick resolve, and I'm confident we will by the April 1st date. David Merritt is the Minister of Agriculture in Saskatchewan. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. The Canadian Grain Commission is seeking farm opinions on using falling number and dawn as part of official grain grading factors. These are not official factors yet, but Remy Gosselin at the Grain Commission says a 60-day consultation period has been set up to hear from farmers about possible changes. The reasons for this is uh, that many transactions now include payment or discount based on specifications that are important to grain buyers and customers such as dawn and falling number for wheat deliveries in the handling system. Gosselin says falling number and dawn are increasingly playing a critical role in grain contracts and the assessment and price that producers receive. As well, advances in technology provide the opportunity to test directly for these important characteristics using methods that are increasingly accessible to the sector. We have other assessment tools that are currently being used, um, but what we uh, know now is that there have been a number of advancements in terms of analytical testing that allow us to use more um, objective methods to assess quality factors. So specifically as it relates to, to falling number, uh, falling number is a test 
that is uh, internationally standardized for determining the amount of sprout damage in wheat caused by enzymes. And as it relates to Dawn, Dawn is also commonly referred to as vomitoxin, and it's a toxin that can be produced in grain infected by fusarium head blight, uh, depending on uh, the type of grain that you have. So specifically, we have been using for years other uh, proxies to assess these grading factors. What we're suggesting now is to be using more objective uh, methods to determine whether or not grain is being affected by these elements. Gosselin says producers have been saying that the current grain grading system is not reflective of the new operational realities of the grain sector. Specifically, farm groups have asked the CGC to include more analytical testing in the assessment of uh, grain quality and to help, uh, and this is the most important point, and, and to help um, arbitrate disputes on price due to the presence of high dawn or low falling number values. Gosselin says no final decision has been made pending the consultation period. There's no predetermined outcomes and no decisions have been made. Uh, we're gathering feedback from all of our stakeholders and that of course includes producers and we're facilitating the discussion on if and how these measurements could be reflected in the grain grading system. But no decision has been made yet. What we're doing is putting up a discussion paper up on our website at greenscanada.gc.ca. We're encouraging producers to, uh, to read it and to send in their uh, feedback in terms of what they think of this proposal. Uh, we're going to take a few months to consider the feedback that we get, and then um, sometime in the fall of 2019, we'll be reporting back to the sector in terms of what actions we recommend should be taken. Gosselin says the Grain Commission will follow whatever direction is favoured by the grains industry. If the sector tells us that this is not something that we should move forward with, then I do not see the Grain Commission making any changes. However, if there is widespread support for uh, making these changes, uh, it would certainly build the case to uh, implementing these go-forward uh, changes. Remy Gosselin is Head of Communications at the Canadian Grain Commission. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were mixed in early trading this morning. Viterra prices for canola fell 10 cents at 404.82. Oats dropped 13 cents at 184.33. Feed wheat went down one cent at 193.30. Number one red spring wheat increased two dollars five cents at 211.54. The rest were unchanged. Durham 215.84. Feed barley 192.63. Flax 475.61. Yellow peas 254.54. And feed wheat 193.30. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May wheat is up 11 cents at 557 and a quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of March 12th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. The market on slaughter cattle has been steady for the last couple of weeks. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.77 cents to $0.85. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.67 cents to $0.75. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.40 cents to $0.60. Cents. 
heiferettes sold from $1.10 to $1.25, and good butcher bulls sold from $0.95 cents to $1.05. Weyburn had a pre-sorted calf and yearling sale last Monday. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.18 and sold up to $2.39. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.14 and sold up to $2.27. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $2.07 and sold it to $2.27. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $1.97 and sold up to $2.14. 700 to 800-pound steers averaged $1.84 and sold up to $1.96. 800 to 900-pound steers averaged $1.72 and sold it to $1.80. And good steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.61 and sold it to $1.69. Heifers were about 15 to 25 cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,600 hogs Monday selling in a range of 114 to 133 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head, selling in a range of 119 to 132 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and four contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is up four basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3414. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.70 cents U.S. There are signs developing that demand from the new pre-stage farms plant is contributing to the recent strength in negotiated cash hog prices seen in the western Corn Belt and Iowa southern Minnesota regions. The extent to which this strength is maintained remains to be seen, but if it continues, it could represent an earlier than typical spring rally heading into the summer. Lean hog futures backed off this morning but are regaining some value following the two days of strength seen over Friday and Monday. The move has lifted the overall nine-month forward contract prices in Canadian dollars by approximately $7 per CKG compared to the three-year CASA average over that same time frame. The outlook for today, partly cloudy skies, wind southwest 20 gusting to 40 kilometers an hour. The high today plus one, the low minus six. Mainly cloudy tomorrow, wind north 30, the high zero for Wednesday, wind chill minus 10 tomorrow morning, the low minus 7. On the roundup, Estevan plus 1, Saskatoon minus 1, Swift Current and Weyburn both plus 2, Yorkton plus 1. Regina, cloudy and zero, that's 32 Fahrenheit, winds from the southwest at 21. Cloudy and 3 degrees in Moose Jaw, winds from the west at 18. Once again, Regina, cloudy and zero, that's 32 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.